1: What's going on everybody welcome into a late night edition of underground sports philadelphia this might be the latest we have ever gone live for the podcast in show history but what better way to do episode number 550 than underground after dark uh it's KB coming at you from underground studios matt is still in italy doing the thing so joining me here on late night i feel like dr drew uh it is Mr. Patty Pitts.
0: it's popping! it's the host of the most renaissance man who always thinks he can and the titles over there and I'm not moving from the spot champion of the peeps back in the underground. I know we're doing this late and it, you know what? The champ just takes no nights off. That's what we do. Is. We just, uh, take nights off. we have a lot to get into from the MLB all-star game to
1: uh the flyers having quite the hot mic during a press conference this week uh dallas goddard was on part of my take with some unbelievable quotes uh the number one selling jersey in the nfl in the month of june he's from your philadelphia eagles we'll get into that uh seems like the eagles kelly green jersey reveal is right around the corner as well since we got another iconic jersey unveiling today um And then uh the Philadelphia Union. As we record this, it is 10 15 p.m. Eastern time while we're live. Philadelphia Union. Hold the line, boys. They are currently winning against Nashville in the biggest game of the season so far. Uh we'll keep you updated on that as we keep it moving along. We will also have another edition
0: of Brink Bonk Bump. It's my new favorite segment. It's just it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna hit. I thought of
1: some great merch ideas for it, too.
0: I'll tell you off pod. It's I love be great. that. It's going
1: to be electric. Uh, but before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI Twitter, Instagram, threads, TikTok. That's the handle for all four. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports UndergroundSportsPHI. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. If you want to watch every Wednesday show live before it goes out anywhere else, Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311, Instagram and Threads, KBIZZLE11, and on TikTok at K, uh, KB Underground, which I will post my first TikTok and start doing the ticking and talking when I get to 100 followers. So if you want the TikTok the goodness game. from your personal boy, follow me. Uh, you can follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts, on Instagram and Threads at Pitsy35, should we reveal the TikTok pits? What yeah. Or should we make people try to find you on TikTok?
0: I think you know what I like finding. I, I, I want to be found. Just one big game of hide and seek. Go find them. Uh
1: subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you decide to get your podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow, helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia and our entire podcast network. And of course subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia that's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week every podcast on our network as a whole uh you also get clips live streams original content all that goodness if it's video form it's on our youtube channel we are currently at 516 subscribers need you guys to subscribe smash the like button ring the bell icon comment because we don't get to 1,000 subscribers before September 4th, DJ has to unfortunately move to Alaska.
0: Dude, he has to move. He has and to And I it. know
1: nobody wants DJ to move to Alaska. So go subscribe. We need 484 more of you to go subscribe before September 4th. It's a tall task, but I think we can do it. And we need to get to 600 subscribers before the end of this month. Otherwise, something else bad may happen. So go subscribe.
0: Yeah, DJ Uh, might have to move to Alaska, don't you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or he might just go full Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros and just go from Alabama to Arkansas and then Alaska. All the A's.
0: Oh, the uh, state song.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's an actual song. The song goes, Alabama, Arkansas, Alabama. I don't remember how the rest of the song goes. Something, something, I will be with you. You'd know the song if I played it, but we're live, so Yeah, copyright.
0: copyright. I get it. Okay, I'm with you.
1: Uh, This show, obviously presented by the City of Vineland and the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar, features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at VinelandCity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Finally, New Jersey, where it's always growing season, and big thank you to Security 21, Security Systems, and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, the all-star game, has come and gone. Another midsummer classic in the books. And for the first time since 2012, the National League reigns supreme as 32 year old elias diaz in his all star game debut hits the go ahead home run wins all star game mvp
0: a oh, great story
1: uh but who scored the tying run none other than the boy the guy uh, the big homie uh, nikki c
0: uh, oh nikki c okay all right big for the... oh we won some bets
1: Nick goes two for three in the all-star game. Believe he stole a base, scored the tying run in the all-star game. Uh, Craig Kimbrell shuts the door for his first career save in an all-star game. The only thing missing from that post-game interview with Craig Kimbrell was Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh coming up and pouring water on him. And I just needed that. I needed them to show up. I hope they showed up at the airport to then I hope they did pour and nice. douse him with water. Oh. That'd be hilarious. Um, they do that after every game with the player of the game on the broadcast. It's so funny. Um, and it's now incorporated uh, bubblegum and somehow mixed fruits as well have gotten into the the mix of being poured on the player of the game. So very funny stuff from the daycare. Um, National League wins 3-2. to two, And we had some unbelievable catches. To kick off the game, Cardinals fans have to be down bad because both catches made by Adelise Garcia and Randy Rosarena. Uh, Rosa Rena.
0: Rosarena.
1: Hi. Uh and you know who the starting pitcher for the National League was? Another former Cardinal uh, prospect, Zach Gallon, South Jersey legend. That's uh, hilarious. Cardinals fans have to be so down bad. Uh, The other big news coming from the All-Star game was that the Philadelphia Phillies organization, who coming out of the All-Star break this weekend, have a three-game or a four-game set. I should say there's a built-in doubleheader that was scheduled from the jump of the season uh, against the San Diego Padres. And the Padres only had one All-Star game representative. And the Phillies offered and This player took them up on said offer to fly back with the Philadelphia Phillies to Philadelphia uh, from the All-Star game. That is one Juan Soto flying back with Nick Castellanos, Craig Kimbrell, and the rest of the Phillies coaching staff to Philadelphia from the All-Star game. Uh, Talk about next level pandering, and uh, Juan Soto is going to be a Philly at the trade deadline. Didn't (laughs) he just sign a contract? No. He signed the the deal with the Nationals, which was he had two years left on it when he got traded last year, so he's got one year left on his deal. And the Padres are so bad this year. They're not going to be able to afford to sign Juan Soto because they gave your boy Xander Bogart's big money.
0: Dude, they're taking all my homies from Boston. Oh, that's... How hilarious would it be if this was the
1: first domino to Juan Soto becoming a Philly? Because you know who else is on the Phillies roster that played with Juan Soto in the nation's capital? Oh, that's right. Bryce Harper and Trey
0: Turner. Yeah, hear me me out, Kyle. I will jump off the high. Like, there is no way the Phillies just get this stacked. It will be a big brain. This is Big braining. Let's fly home
1: guys. our trade deadline target from the All Star Game.
0: Yeah, no, there's they're not going to be talks about that at all. They're just going to sit around the it's plane, so play it's gin so rummy, and like there's clearly there nothing around. to
1: this. This was just like, hey, you're going to be in Philly. Let us fly you home. You're the yeah, only this one is here. A
0: very nice gesture.
1: But the tinfoil hat theory of Juan Soto trade talks is. Damn. Hilarious.
0: I'm putting it on right now. Just look at this. Little, there we go. Like, I need it. How funny would that be? Oh, that would get Philly Talk Radio going for at least a week and a half. It would be incredible. Which it was also
1: confirmed this week uh, that Zach Gallon's family, big sports radio people. <laughs> Zach Gallon Zach has a family member who calls into WIP
0: once a week. Oh, that is... Is legendary. We love good the good old uncle who calls in. My guys, my guys a star. My guys a star. Listen, We're like oh, I love it. Uh,
1: but the All Star Game pits. This is the great uh stat from the All Star Game. Obviously, National oh, League win yeah. for the first time since 2012. Uh, can you tell me who the National League manager was in the 2012 All Star Game?
0: 2012 All Star Game National League. It was Tony La Russa. It was not Tony LaRusa.
1: It was, in fact, if I'm not mistaken,
0: because uh, it would be a 2011 World Series. Correct.
1: So I, I did get this wrong. Um, was it
0: 2011 Sox Cardinals? Or yeah, is- you
1: are correct with that it was um, Tony LaRusa. I'm pulling this up, though, to oh, see it? here. So yeah,
0: they in twenty.
1: Yeah, you're you're right about that. Um. So twenty twelve was the last time the Phillies made the World Series. I should well made the playoffs. I mean before last year, like that twenty twelve okay. season yes, yes. started the drought. Uh, twenty eleven okay. was the last time they made. It. So twenty
0: thirteen with that.
1: So twenty twelve season, we missed the playoffs. That was the first year Papelbon oh, okay. came to Philly. And after the okay. Run. Um in all-star games since the first time a Phillies manager managed an all-star game, the National League is now 5 and 1 in all-star games managed by a Phillies manager. Can you guess the record
0: outside of those 6 games? What is it like 1 in oh it's 10 years. We're going like Well, it goes back further because there's more than just.
1: So they're 5-1 in games managed by Phillies managers in all other All-Star games not managed since they started doing, I guess, whatever format it was. (laughs) (laughs) 7-28.
0: Baseball is better when the
1: Phillies are good.
0: I don't like this because when you say that, that means the Red Sox have to be bad in this case because they are. They had one all-star representative. I don't even know who it was. We had one until Kimbrel got put in as a replacement. Yeah. And then our whole coaching
1: staff, obviously, because, you know, we went to World Series. Also, Rob Thompson wearing custom Jordans.
0: Oh, electric. Joe Girardi
1: could never.
0: No, Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi could never.
1: Rob Thompson
0: looks so swagged out, Steez Lord Rob Thompson. Dude, I gotta tell you my bets. So we 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 took some bets in the on the game last night. And I didn't realize it till now. I didn't look at the what happened. Uh, so I bet I took Randy Rosarena, uh, Rosarena. Hi. He. It was for him to get a single plus five seventy five. First plate appearance, boom, nailed it. <laughs> and then the next one was Gar Garakol. Outcome of first pitch, ball, and it hit. Even though you told me that the first pitch of the game was the catch, so I don't know how that happens. Uh, and then I maybe lost. it was
1: an outside pitch, and it was technically a ball.
0: Dude, if that's the case, and I went on technicality, we're so back. And then I had over National League runs four and a half. So that was kind of tough. That is tough. still 6750 plus 26. That's way too much math, but it comes out to like 90, 98, 98 nice. bucks. Nice. That's how we do it. Um, Thank you, GM. Nick Cassianos
1: willed the National League to victory. That's what I have to say.
0: Shout out. Robert I mean, of course, if Philly was doing it. That's what they do. He's the what guy. they do in all-star
1: games. Apparently he's the guy. Um, the all-star game though has come and gone. We are now on to the second half of the season. And, um, I'm very excited because that means trade deadline. That means Juan Soto is going to be a Philly. That means, uh, potentially now divorced. Lucas Giolito could be a Philly could be Mark Stroman could be a Philly. Um now, lots of stuff is out there. Are,
0: they, are the Angels going to trade Shohei Otani? There's there's
1: no there's no way you can trade him because there's no justifiable trade package. Like you it's can't come true. up with a justified trade package for Shohei Otani. You just can't. And then if you trade him, you are forever known as the GM who traded Shohei Otani away from your organization. You will never get another job again, and you will get fired after this season.
0: Yeah, like, I just don't get – because he's couldn't. it seems like he's not going to resign in Anaheim. Yeah, I don't know. And if he does, it would be a gigantic mistake. So, if you want to be that, you know, ahead-of-the-curve GM – what trade do you like realistically take? Like, how many slap? You have to give him ownership. You,
1: you have to give him ownership stake.
0: <laughs> like, there's there's
1: no quantifiable trade package that you can come up with that justifies being enough for Shohei Ohtani. Like, there are actually, there are anonymous GMs out there saying that a six hundred million dollar contract for him is too low.
0: Could he be the first billion
1: dollar player? It wouldn't shock me. Like if I saw a Jet Pass and tweet saying Shohei signed a one billion dollar contract, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: I'm looking up how old he is. He's
1: young too. He's only been in the, he, he made his debut in 2018. 29? You kidding me? He's my age. What am I doing? Dude, wrong? in
0: base, dude, in baseball terms. All right, put it this way. He just turned
1: 29. July 5th was his birthday, 1994.
0: That's wild. So imagine...
1: Do you know what his salary is this year?
0: Oh, stupid low. Like, he's getting paid pennies, right? Or did he stop? Oh, wait, no. He came over from Japan. Never mind. Still um, making
1: pennies for what he is.
0: I would say because it's pennies and it's baseball i'll go like around like 30 to 50 million
1: his salary in 2022 for this singular season is 5.5 5
0: million dollars okay that is just dude dude that is unbelievable that that has that name something that feels illegal but isn't there it is shohei's only
1: on. been playing professionally since 2013 played 2013 to 2017 in japan yeah and then 2018 to now so 2013 like that he was he was
0: 18 19 years old i just don't i i'm trying to think of reasons to not make him the first billion dollar athlete and it would be to for him to stay in whatever like with your team for that long because he's going to like Win or lose, you, you have to give him a,
1: an essential lifetime contract, which would probably be like 10 years, if not longer. 10 years, 10 years of 30, well, which is not out of the question now with Major League Baseball. Like over the last couple of me? you know, it was Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, um, yeah, but yeah, think the of original Carlos Correa contract before it got nullified twice. Um, <laughs> LOL Mets, um, lol. there's another one, Judge, I think signed a nine or ten year deal with the yankees he did it was Um, yeah "Yeah," something like that unless that was arson judge (laughs) shout out john Heyman. um but yeah like 10-year contracts are not out of the round they're becoming normal for superstars
0: they have to be because that's the only way you lock them down in your city for that long i'm looking that up now
1: Yes. Yeah, Bryce. Oh, Manny Machado. Uh Manny signed Mach- I always year. forget about Manny Machado. Mookie is twelve years with the Dodgers. Oh, that's um, so
0: painful to hear.
1: Lindor is ten years with the Mets. Trout was twelve years really? with the Angels.
0: Trout? Um, oh god, Michael, that is tragic. Yeah, I mean Mike Trout
1: Mike Trout signed the biggest deal length and dollar wise in baseball. Dude, he's in the- 2019. Trout's deal was 12 years, $426.5 million.
0: The Angels have two of baseball's Babe Ruth's modern era, and they still suck.
1: Mookie Betts is 12 years, $365 million, that Jesus he signed in February Christ. of 2020. Dude, um, this is a lot of money. Judge is nine years, three sixty yeah 10 didn't sound right machado is 11 years 350 that he recently just signed after he signed a 10-year 300 million dollar deal okay um, in 2019 lindor's 10 years 341 fernando tatis jr's 14 years 340 bryce is 13 years 330
0: uh i think that's a little low
1: Oh yeah, he did it on purpose though to make the um, average oh, value cat? lower to help the luxury tax, so we could sign other players. Um, I forgot. I John guys. Carlos Stanton signed a thirteen-year, three hundred twenty-five million dollars deal with the Marlins. His name's Michael. Um, His name is Mike. <laughs> Corey Seager, ten years, three twenty-five with the Rangers.
0: Oh, oh.
1: Uh, Garrett Cole is nine years. Rafi. Rafi Devers, ten years, three thirteen and a half, that he signed. Uh, that's still, true. no, I, that's good. Trey Turner, eleven years, three hundred. Xander, eleven years, two eighty.
0: That's really, I don't know.
1: Alex Rodriguez had a ten year, two seventy five million dollar deal in 08 with the Yankees. His ten year, two hundred fifty two million dollar deal with the Rangers. Dude, dude was making bank uh, Robbie Cano's 10 year, $240 million contract with the Seattle Mariners. Oh, what, I remember that one. That a was a pissed away contract. Oh was. my God. He hit like just. Pool Holes 10 shots, years, 240 good. with the Angels. Joey Votto's 10 years, 225 with the Reds. And that's it. But, like, still scarce, but it's
0: becoming more
1: regular, as you heard some of those ones. Towards oh, no,
0: it absolutely is becoming more regular. Because Plus, you're paying Shohei to be a pitcher and a hitter. Yeah, it's double duty. The man should be getting paid more. Absolutely. Like, imagine what that type of guy does to your city, though. Like, that's why they sign them for that long. Mm-hmm. So you can get consistent ticket sales all that shit and it just it makes sense and the only thing is you just hope your team is good are you actually putting the pieces around them so you can actually fight for a championship and not just having a regular season and that's it yeah it's gonna be interesting
1: with show a um baseball though heading into the second half of the season looking forward to that and uh everything to come Phillies obviously come out of the break playing the padres so Looking forward to uh, seeing how that all plays out. Going to be an important series coming out of the break for them to kind of right the ship after the dreadful Marlins series and hit the ground running, go into the second half hot and uh, be in the wild card mix because that's where you're you're positioning yourself. Um, Get those damn Marlins out
0: of there. Those damn, damn Marlins. What are we doing? Why are they – I'm sorry, but now that we do the run differential – I, I'm I sad there's league. no run differential. I know. It's not no Sunday. Games. And there's no games either. But the one thing the, I like the, about... The all-star
1: game run differential with a positive one. National League
0: W. <laughs> the one thing I love about the run differential that we do is it's the inching me closer to getting back to the familiarity I had with baseball as a kid and, you know, who's good, whatnot. The, mar- the most mind-boggling thing with this is just the marlins being just an outcast it's incredible i just don't like i don't know they just they they, to me they should be a team that is perennially perennially terrible where they're just a gritty team apparently that claws out games it's it's insane
1: bunch of bums a bunch of bums is what they are. Um, let's kick it from the baseball diamond. Where we we can go two paths here, Pitsy. We can go Ooh. we can go the hot mic route, or
0: we can go NFL players beefing to the public. I I kind of want to talk beef because I'm I'm. You see me in my relaxed pose right now. And that's exactly how I would have reacted. This is exactly. I I don't mean to sound like Cat Williams. Exactly. It's how I would react if it was happening right in front of me, because that is just popcorn city, man. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk NFL
1: player beef more specifically Defensive back beef. It's brought to you by our friends over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partners of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Smooth, clean, and bright with taste to boot. Kenny is the routine choice of folks who want a balanced, flavorful, no-frills beer that's right for any occasion. Some call it the best light beer they've ever had. We just say you can't beat the original. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the all-new and improved Kenny Tracker to find who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. It's only 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs, light body, light beer. The best goddamn light beer on the planet, honestly. Uh, You can also get it at your local liquor store in Philadelphia area as well. Got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pat, Pat Pits, the DBs, they were fighting.
0: Dude, they were getting at, they were getting after it on Twitter. Like, just why can't we? What's going on? Why can't we all just be nice to each other? Like, what? Why does this have to happen now? What is the cause of this? Like, why are these two guys getting into it? It makes no sense to me. What, so this all it?
1: stemmed from who's the corner from the the Seattle Seahawks?
0: Seattle Seahawks, Sherman. Uh, no,
1: the rookie this year. Oh, Tariq Woolen.
0: Yes. That's so Sante
1: Samuel was talking about Tariq Woolen and Sauce Gardner and how Tariq had a better season statistically and like just like watching the games, but the New York media will skew your your view on everything and blah blah blah. Um so he Sante put a tweet out um on Tuesday to suggest Jets big market audience is inflating Sauce Gardner's value only to prompt another NFL great Hall of Famer Darrell Revis to come to Sauce Gardner's defense. Quote, the New York media will take your career to another level, Samuel initially tweeted, sharing the results of an ESPN poll of players, coaches, and executives, a poll that named Sauce Gardner the NFL's second best corner going into 2023. For the record, Tariq had a better rookie season, he continued. They both played outstanding, but what in the hell uh, where did it go? Stupid ad. But what in the hell do y'all be watching? Y'all are highly influenced by the media, not facts. Well, and it should be noted, tied for the NFL lead with six interceptions in Seattle. Uh, but Sauce Gardner drafted fourth overall in 2022, led the NFL with 20 pass deflections en route to all pro honors. Quote, you have the best media behind you, Samuel tweeted at Gardner. I challenge you to turn some of those pass breakups to interceptions this year. You will hear from me. Um... Quote from Sauce Gardner. I don't need you challenging me to do nothing after all this subtweeting you've been doing when you could have just hit me privately like all the other OGs. You gotta relax. Me personally, I've never been the hating type. Samuel later tried to downplay his initial comments, telling Gardner to enjoy the journey and not to let uh and not to take my tweets the wrong way. By then, however, he'd already drawn the ire of another Jet Star in Darrell Rebus, who joined the Hall of Fame this year. Um and obviously spent a large part of his career from 07 to 2016 with the New York Jets quote from Darrell Rivas here on Twitter, quit being a hater when it comes to rising stars, at the cornerback position, be mad at the voters who never considered you quote shut down. I never was inspired to watch your film, but something does jog my memory. I do remember when we played the Falcons and Rex Ryan made a highlight clip of you being double moved on almost every single route. I recall Rex saying to receivers in our weekly team meetings, if he lines up across from you, double move him every time.
0: That's comedy.
1: Samuel didn't seem too bothered by the pushback, tweeting later that he and 2011 Hall of Fame inductee Deion Sanders, quote, set the standards for cornerback play, indicating that the remarks from Gardner and Revis were simply
0: disrespectful. No, they're they're not. The, the, The respect went out the window when this entire thing started. And Samuel is just known for blabbing his mouth and just going off. I mean, this trickled its way into New England media when you when it's uh, – I forget who posted it. I think it was Revis. But it was the picture of him missing the interception. And he said, come on, man, even a varsity kid could have caught that one or something, or Pee Wee. And it's like, dude, that's – that just what they do they do little shit like that to pick at each other and get this beef going samuel i hate him i can't stand him See, he shit. i love
1: asante i love him love you no, talk
0: really. shit about bill i can't do it i love him
1: go birds um the the funniest part of all of this db beef is that when you sit back and think about it because we just had tight end university happen with George Kittle and, and all the tight ends, we have O line masterminds with Lane Johnson and a whole bunch of offensive linemen. Uh, you always see wide receivers working out together in the off seasons. Quarterbacks are this fraternity above everybody. Um, it's quite funny that the defensive backs are the only ones that fucking hate each other's guts.
0: Dude, they just chirp. They just just little gnats. Just whatever they want to say, they they say it. They just like and, little pip, like. Chill. Like, dogs in the park, like, just going at it. Like, just bark-offs. That's all they do, just bark-offs.
1: And our current Eagles icon at the defensive back position, Darius Slay, is always the one advocating, why do we got to be fighting? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we do things like tight end you? Why can't we have a cornerback meetup? There's even more of us than there are tight ends. We can all come together and be kumbaya and happy together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slay started a Twitter Spaces to discuss all of this, and just was like trying to bring everybody together and i just gotta say big play Play, slay slay. big play play, play, slay slay. big Big play play, slay slay. he's the man
0: he's the man of the people he is the man of people I, i would he just is a good guy you know he's just a good dude that's just trying to get everyone together why not
1: um it is very funny that like Wide receivers are typically the ones that get like laughed at on Twitter for like their tweets being like what's the the iconic tweet. My buddy has it as his pin tweet. Hold on. Um where it's like all these like positions in the NFL. And then you have uh then you have the Do Here you we have... go. Yeah. Typical quarterback tweet. Love my teammates. God is good. Running back tweet, keep grinding, tight end tweet, derp, wide receiver tweet, the enemy speaks kindly and holds the knife. (laughs) Which, do you want to laugh even harder? Is it the DBs? Do you want to laugh even harder? I need to laugh. (laughs) Do you want to know the most online wide receiver of all time? It's AJ Brown. Really? Because AJ Brown, his pin tweet, February 26, 2023, in quotation marks, the enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, uh, dude, I love people. That's just so funny. So spot on. I, I would not expect A.J. Brown to be the guy to, like, tweet that, though. I feel like it'd be Juju or something. Tyreek A.J.
1: is very online. Like, some of the tweets from A.J. Brown's account. There was one night of the pod. Matt and I were live reading the tweets that were going on. It was when C.J. was going through his shit and eventually leaving. Yeah, and A.J. Brown was trying to keep the timeline all all happy, happy-go-lucky and was tweeting about fruits. And what fruit was great and what fruit was bad and overrated. And then he switched it to vegetables. And then there was one in between there that was like, AJ, what are you doing, buddy? And then it got deleted. <laughs> he got
0: deleted. Bro, he was, I he tweeting love that. positively about fruits. Dude, you need a guy like that. He's the morale guy that just gets everyone in a good mood, positive vibes only. You need a guy like that. I'm going to um, find the defensive backs.
1: Yeah. Why do you think the DBs are just like, why do they hate each other?
0: I Why think can't they get along? I think it's because of like a, a an ego complex where they actually, like, because you're just defending the entire time, you know? So you're in their face and they got this, oh, I'm better than you. I can shut you down. And it just, it's more of the competition element of it. They just, they just want to go at it. They're just the, I feel like some of the, I would say most aggressive dudes on the team easily. And the most, you know, I would say personality a little bit. Got a chip on their shoulder. A lot of guys like that.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot that, uh, the, it was wild. Like,
0: like Legion of Boom, for instance. <laughs> like, all those guys. You're not meeting them out for a drink. Like, you guys are just, like, uh, what was that thing? Like, the head boxing, the cage boxing you do in your garage during sleepovers helmet boxing (laughs) like that's what the legion of boom's doing at their at their saturday dinner uh, pasta dinners
1: well speaking of the legion of boom did you see the quote from richard sherman about devontae smith
0: oh how bad is it it's great it's a great quote oh great quote okay we like it's 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 literally
1: how devontae smith ended richard sherman's career (laughs) this is back in 2021 thursday night football eagles playing the box There's a – this was on Richard Sherman's podcast with Lane Johnson as the guest. Sherman said to Lane, um, Devontae must have run this comeback. I had him under control. I was like, bam, quick jam, easy, had him under control. He must have stopped, and I tried to stop, and my whole groin said, snap, 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 snap. And I said, whoa, whoa. Then you're trying to guard and chasing him around, and you're like, please don't throw him the ball. Please don't throw him the ball uh my coach is looking at me on the sideline like hey you want to come out you want to come out i'm like yeah but they're in a hurry up so i'm like bailing out at that moment i was like yeah this is probably my last year i don't got it for these young dudes right here that was the last game richard sherman started in his career
0: (laughs) oh so you're telling me that devonta smith is him okay
1: skinny batman ended
0: (laughs) richard sherman's career dude that's the dude that took out sherman that's crazy that's a great dude. That's hilarious. My groin went snip, snip, <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Those are dude, such a illustrator. You know,
1: I um, I was like, that's my wide receiver.
0: Yeah, you guys have enough. Can we borrow one, please? If DeAndre Hopkins apparently signs with the Titans, which is what now, like, what what universe are we in? The Tennessee Titans. Would you rather have Mac Jones or insert generic dude throwing you the ball? Is that what you're going to get in Tennessee? Malik Willis, I heard was not supposed like may not make the 53 man roster. Yeah, cuz they drafted Will Levis. I mean, like he, Will Levis? I like he could be good, but Mac Jones is good. <laughs> Slow your roll. <laughs> P- Pro <laughs> bowler. Let
1: let let's be let's keep it honest with ourselves. The Pro Bowl is not what it
0: used to be. Uh doesn't matter. It's buddy when it, Tyler it,
1: Huntley a... was going to the Pro Bowl last year, that ended all validity of the Pro Bowl to me.
0: Dude, just replaced Lamar Jackson. Tyler <laughs> Huntley,
1: every... Pro Bowl quarterback.
0: Let that sink in. Let that sink in for a minute. He did have a couple good.
1: Let games. let it sink. Like he, let it sink. Kind of led the Ravens. Kitchen, kitchen yourself. Kitchen sink. Throw it at yourself, Tyler Huntley. And this is no disrespect, but Tyler Huntley was a pro bowl quarterback last year.
0: Let that resonate in your brain. Yeah, it's marinating. I don't know how I feel about it, though. It's not okay. It's so weird. It's so (laughs) weird to think about. Like Tyler Huntley, the backup to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so bad. So bad.
1: Thank God they went to Madden. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. In a full time final score of 2 0, your Philadelphia Union with a big win in Nashville. Let's go, boys. It's time to dupe. Dupe season is here. And to officially look at the standings, the Union now have a game in hand there over Nashville and have bumped up since the last time we recorded pits from sixth place in the table to fourth. Let's go. Baby and they're only girls. one point behind third place Nashville. Let's
0: fucking ride. We'd World love union, to see baby. We're only we three points union. behind
1: second place of your New England revolution.
0: Okay, well, that's where I we, we my, my home is there. But good, let's get to third. I'm all in on third. Let's go. Let's get the there. The great part
1: about MLS this year is like first place is not as important as it has been in years past because of how the restructured postseason is. So, like, just get in, type of thing. But, like, be What do they top do three. for the. What do
0: they do? Like, take. So, this year, it's three? the top nine teams get into the oh, postseason, and
1: then eight versus nine play in a wild card where the one seed is the only team that gets a buy. Or, no, the one seed does not get a buy, I don't think, this year. I forget how it's working. It's completely changed from last year. Um, but, eight versus nine is doing, like, a wild card play in, and then kicks into playoffs what do you think
0: a wild card games in general like with because it seems like the mls is doing it mlb just steered into the skid with the oh this chance it might happen and now it's became part of the playoff structure.
1: I, I like the new baseball wild card especially after experiencing it last year and this is maybe biased because the phillies won but i wasn't sure how i was gonna feel about it um because the entire wildcard series is at the higher seed stadium, so there's no home field advantage whatsoever for the True. Hawaii team. Like, you're playing at least two games on the road, hostile playoff environment, whatever it may be. I love it. Because we watched it, Phillies-Cardinals. Phillies took full advantage, won two games in St. Louis, and then were able to come home and go on their run. Um, and then... What was the other wild card series? Oh, it was uh Mets Padres. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, that was electric, an electric too.
0: Series that was an electric series. I do remember. All that. All at
1: City Field, the Padres took advantage, won their series, and they move on. Um, or no, because oh, no, it, it was there? it was Padres Dodgers. I'm pretty sure. Let me look. I forget how the other side. I Because everything. Remember blocked. the Padres. Because it did in not it matter. Elected. Yeah. Because the Padres were in the NLCS. And the Phillies told them that's what's in. And sent their asses packing. When Bryce Harper had the swing of his goddamn life. And caused bedlam at the bank. Um, I love that phrase. Bedlam at the bank. 2022 postseason bracket. Let me see here. Because I forget what the other side was, because I know the Dodgers were like the one seed going in because they won 111 games. And then oh, yeah, the, no, I know. The writers that. from the L.A. Times were like, well, they won 111 games, so they should just be gifted the World Series. Like, fuck all the way up. Well, off.
0: that's what Hollywood would just tell you.
1: Um, Yeah, so it was Mets Padres in the, uh, the yeah, Wild I remember
0: I remember tweets of Mets, like Mets fans. Yeah. Very Steve. sad. Steve. Steve as another kid, uh, Kevin Higgins from Quinnipiac. That tweets sad uh, tweets about he's a Mets and Jets fan, so like a really tragic life. And yeah, because the Phillies won two nil,
1: one. and then the Padres won two one over the Mets in the that. three games, and then it was Padres won three one over the Dodgers to then advance. We won three one over the Braves to advance, and then we four one the Padres out of the fucking playoffs and went to the World Series, and then lost to the cheaters, cheater, cheater pumpkin eaters, those fucking scumbags. It's October. They shouldn't have even advanced. Should not have even advanced.
0: They shouldn't have. I'm with you. We stand. You got your New England ally here. Seattle had to play an
1: 18-inning game against them. That The Astros won 1-0.
0: That's gross. Man, scoring one run in 18 innings, it's two games. It was a Jordan Alvarez fucking game-winning home run. Was it a moonshot? It was a moonshot. It was a moonshot. That's tough. and then the bum ass Yankees get swept. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's that's we like that. That's and see fun. from
1: my perspective, I would have loved to have played the Yankees because the Phillies would have destroyed that Yankees team last year. It would have been vindication for 2009 when they had cheaters all over their mound from taking steroids. Alex Rodriguez should not have been playing in
0: that World Series. Yeah, should he been suspended? I do. Yeah. Yeah, you should have been suspended.
1: Like, the Yankees had, like, four guys on that roster that should not have been playing in the World Series because of steroids. But Andy Pettit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rodriguez.
0: But Andy Pettit was a sneaky steroid user. Sneaky.
1: Wouldn't surprise me if, like, Jorge Posada was – like, how is he hitting home no, runs as a catcher I'm with sorry. no batting gloves?
0: Sorry. I'm sorry. I I have a softball for Jorge Posada. <laughs> Tashera was probably juicing oh him absolutely i have no Did you hear the story about him wearing he only wears a jock strap under his baseball pants so he was just free balling it during the world series i'm free free, free balling, balling. <laughs> yeah i'm
1: free balling the music remixes we're gonna have in the year in review video this year are oh going to be spectacular. God, shout out Pearl Jam. Sing shout out time. Tom Petty.
0: That was so insane too. Once you said free, you knew exactly where you're going. <laughs> you just ride the wave.
1: Um, I don't even. Oh, wild cards. Yeah, I yeah. I like the new. I I did not like the one and done wild card in baseball, where it was like just one game and then you advance, like, win and get in. I hated that because there's so much variety in baseball. You need it to be a series. Everything else is a series throughout the rest of the baseball playoffs. At least make it a series. So I like it being at least a best of three. Yeah. And I like the team that has the better seed having the home field advantage because then the team with the lower seed gets to come in and potentially be the villain. You create... Uh, like a, a mini rivalry almost. And there was already bad blood between Phillies and Cardinals because of 2011, when we lost in the NLDS and it ended our run of, of supremacy. Um, and then we got our get back and we ended the career of Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina in their house, the house that Pujols built, the house that yadi built. Bye bye. Good night. Um, and the Padres did the, did the same thing in New York. They went into Citi Field and, mets fans hate the padres they they will never forget the name trent grisham because they terrorized them at city field sent their 101 win asses packing
0: i do remember that last year they had over 100 wins
1: i i like the baseball wild card format a lot yes is is it weird that there's three wild cards now no because you have more teams in which creates more parity during the regular season and allows potential for more teams to get in and make the postseason more fun
0: yeah that's all it's at the end of the day the playoffs should be fun for the person watching and the way you get that is by putting more teams in it get that underdog to come in brings people in i i dude i'm a big fan of the wild card system in baseball i would like to see how if there's any change kind of going off it but a little sidebar but like any change with nba or nhl uh playoffs in that sense because we've seen the baseball change mls is changing we have the
1: nba like play in tournament thing now
0: Um, i mean yeah that's true
1: i'm not a fan of the additional wild card in the nfl though
0: what do you think one and two? I know I like the I see I like the NFL. The two I think only like, one. I think only one should get the buy. Well, I, I'm not
1: a fan of the multiple wild cards because like the the seven seed getting in. Like okay. look at look at since they implemented that, and this is even you know, the Eagles don't get in the playoffs in twenty twenty one if that doesn't exist, but You look at the talent discrepancy between the top six and then that seven seed since they implemented it, that seven seed is usually a dog shit team or, like, a team that, like, is on the cusp of being playoff ready, but they're not quite there yet, but it's, like... Here's a participation trophy. That's how I felt about the 2021 Eagles. Yes, was it cool that Jalen Hurts got playoff experience and it probably motivated him even more to get to where the 2022 Eagles were? Absolutely. But the Eagles were outclassed in that game against the Buccaneers in 2021. Yeah. Whoever oh, was, was the seven the seed this year, I forget who it was. Um, I'm looking up the NFL playoffs because you looked up MLB. It was... NFL
0: No, i don't want the
1: schedule yeah so the the seven seed was the dolphins they at least made that game competitive in the afc and then it was the seahawks in the nfc
0: but see those were two like okay maybe not the dolphins but the seahawks were a team that you felt like should have been a playoff team all year or could have been one and then they finally get in as at 17 and you're like could they could do it like geno smith had a decent year that offense didn't look that bad. Their defense got a little bit better, too. And it's the, they were a decent team throughout, and maybe they could spark an upset, which is I think that's what you want with that seven seed, is that you just want to see an upset at some point because, you know, any given Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's just like the Seahawks were like they were fun in the beginning, and then they kind of like tapered off, and they kind of came back down to earth to wear. They should have been all year. Um, It's just an interesting case that I think we just need more data on of seeing these seven seeds getting in. But so far, I'm just like unimpressed by the seven seeds being in. And it kind of is just like, okay, the two seed gets to pretty much have a a nice little walk to the next round of the playoffs.
0: Yeah. But then I I feel that it's going to pick up in the next few years with that because it's just. It adds something. It adds a little bit more of a chip on your shoulder. You're gonna play a little bit with a little bit more edge. Uh, I'm interested.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But for the most part, I'm a fan of wild card, especially oh, yeah. in baseball. Need especially it. in baseball. Need it. Um. Hey, nice fun tangent so- there. Um, Social media club now. Yeah, let's let's talk about this. It's brought it to you by our friends hilarious. over at Wasted Wedge. Uh, because I'm sure the Flyers front office surely needed a wasted wedge and a couple of shots after this. Um, a new age of golf has arrived, everybody. And if you're looking to be the talk and envy of your group and create memories with your friends and family, look no further than the lineup of wasted wedge products and merchandise. These wasted wedges are a blast to drink shots out of on and off the course. It's a revolutionized way of the shot ski. It's an easier way to carry it around. It's lightweight, compactable. There's extender pieces to get more people involved. plastic, Cups, it's the game changer. Keeps things cleaner. Your beverage of choice in them. Uh, you guys can check them out at wastedwedge.com or find them at wasted wedge on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. Follow them. Be sure to let them know you're coming from Underground Sports Philadelphia. Remember the name Wasted Wedge and wastedwedge.com. The Flyers had a hot mic from their social media team during a virtual interview uh, that was broadcast from their social media pages, like they traditionally do hot mic gets picked up of somebody in the background asking why a reporter was asking this fucking question about the flyers and the rebuild and what makes them a destination, even in a rebuild. Um, and then in the background, you also hear the flyers stink or the flyers suck. Why are you even watching? Not great. Look, not a great look. Not, not great,
0: Bob, not Not great great at all. Um, so many co- press conferences I've been in and you're standing behind the camera and you're just you're silent because you want nothing to get picked up and you do not want to be in that position getting called in being like, hey, they picked up you saying this about Rampack or this head coach or this player on the on the hot mic. And then like then you have to explain it. It's a whole and then you can lose your job and it just we don't want that. We don't want that. We like being yeah. employed.
1: Flyers put out a statement to everybody, and nobody knew what the no hell they caption. were talking about. Which no is crazy. Caption. Like the Flyers could have just let this slide. In terms of like not putting a statement out, nothing, and nobody would have known that this even occurred. Yeah, because that's that? yeah. when you look at the statement tweet when it first came out, it was like, Huh? What? What happened? What what is this about? Like, what did I miss? Going to the reply. I, I I, replies. I need my replies. I quote tweeted it with the Hamilton gifts. So what did I miss? <laughs>
0: Great, great use of Hamilton. The statement from
1: Keith Jones, the Flyers' new president of Hockey Operations. Earlier today, our social media account streamed a recording of a virtual press conference which included disrespectful remarks by members of our social media staff. On behalf of the Flyers organization, I want to extend our apologies. Any disrespect towards reporters is completely unacceptable, especially when they are simply doing their job. We have reached out to the reporter and outlet personally to express our regret and will continue to promote an environment of mutual respect when working with media keith jones great tweet from my good friend andy bowers to responding to it saying so who tweeted this
0: it's so yeah, it got me Again, um
1: unbelievable reply. just a wild sequence there and i mean kids you always got to turn the mic off just, just double check yourself
0: Remember you do that and think it's virtual like
1: year. like it's virtual mute yourself before you wreck yourself
0: ice cube like this age. but you're right no you're a thousand percent right it's it, everything is being listened to you were causing And the number of watch. press
1: conferences i've been into both virtual and in person yeah, oh, like
0: you...
1: it's it's not that hard guys it's not that hard just say
0: it in your head write it down like you you're
1: know? you're at the location of where you work and you're shit talking your your job, that's other, which is that's on a displayed public platform. Like think.
0: Just think. Yeah, there's you you can't be talking bad about the team, period, but when you're there, put on a mask. It's not it's not that hard. You you have to show somewhat of enthusiasm there. I don't get I mean, maybe it was a joke or not. I just, the whole thing is so absurd that why did the thing that I, I can't stop thinking about is one, why did they put out the tweet? I, I think that's something that you just handled internally.
1: I think they kind of had to because it was with a journalist and everything in an outlet and stuff like that. So, from but an optics. Did she optics, say something? No, she asked the question, but, yeah, yeah, but did then she it was
0: hear them say that
1: probably is where my brain goes
0: okay uh um, all right so then so then if she and i'm sure for said... this statement
1: to be put out enough attention to it had to have been made by somebody for it to be yeah. brought to the attention of the front office that is brand new
0: um yeah, it. that could have been another move too because it was a brand new front office and it's out with the old and that's the old thinking mm-hmm. and oh we can crack jokes here and that's the way of life then why can't it be now and it's like well it's a different era we have to evolve you know when you talk bad about the team that bad energy vibe, you know travels throughout it's silly yep. as that sounds but it, it's true so if you are only saying positive stuff or making light whatever it's got to be in a positive way and help like enhancing the team for the benefit even the journalist's question you and i know this all too well journalists sometimes ask stupid questions sure really stupid questions
1: and you you get questions asked multiple times because in print media you're writing a story you want multiple aspects and everything it's not like what we get to the afforded opportunity to do to just voice our opinions vocally like you have to write it out and get different opinions and different takes and different views on the question you're asking. So I get like the question being asked multiple times by the same person. Like it happens annoying. And It's it's one of those things that like, I think in this new era of social media and this new era of media as a whole being in the digital scape, like a lot of these people being hired and I'm not saying this was the case here, but a lot of people being hired as social media managers view media as a digital forum more so than, back in the day with a lot of the print stuff where a lot more credentialed media are podcasts are you know a digital platform type of thing yeah so they're not viewing it in the sense of oh i'm writing something like i need to fill a a word quota this that and the third it's it's different you know you you got to you got to remember that there are different mediums out there that are going to need different aspects of presenting what they're doing to do their job.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah, essentially that. Um. So
1: tough scene, tough, hot, mic. just be better. Little, Think, just before be better. Think before you speak. Think before you speak. Um. This just popped in my head, you know, As we're riffing here, because we love to riff, Pits.
0: I do. Yeah.
1: Top five feeling, because I I got mine today. Top five feeling ever, fresh haircut.
0: Oh, look at this. I got Peyton Manning forehead. Fresh haircut, fresh fade. Oh, I like that. Uh, That's nice. I like that. Fresh fade, looking good. Looking good right here. Watch on the YouTube. You'll see the fade. Yeah, don't don't like, watch on YouTube because I got my forehead. Look at this shit. <laughs> a, that. a fresh a cut is man. a top five
1: feeling, both physically oh. and internally.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, you feel so confident after leaving the barbershop or hair salon if you're a girl it, that you could just conquer the world. You can go out and do anything. I look good. I look so good. Look at I just got my hair cut. You know, you got your new shirt. I, you look good, feel good, play good. Got the beard
1: trimmed up, too. Like I love I, when they do
0: that. That's what's I tough. felt great. I love getting my hair cut. I have grown accustomed to it. I didn't always like it. Apparently, there's a story when I was, like, four years old. Oh, yeah. I, I had mean... to be held down. Oh, no, but I had to be held down by the barber as he was cutting my hair. It's one of I the was... best –
1: because I go to a salon because I have – I have calyx and everything, so they know oh, how to so manage my hair, and I'm very particular oh, with know. my hair and who touches my hair. Um, so I need I need to trust you in order to get my hair cut by you. Um, shout out to my hairstylist; she's the best. Um,
0: yeah, go to a woman in her house.
1: Nothing tops so awesome. the initial shampooing of the hair. You shampoo? Oh, I get shampooed.
0: Oh, you go like the whole fucking night. Oh, fuck yeah!
1: Oh, jeez, I don't get do shampooed, and then I get the cut. Huh, huh. Nothing. Oh, yeah,
0: I take my shower after.
1: Nothing. Well, no, I get the pre-shampoo. No, I know, I, get the cut. I, know, I know what you mean. I know. Nothing feels better than somebody else this. shampooing your hair.
0: See now, I think you're you're opening some doors for me. It I need is therapy. Because you just sit there, and just so much
1: nice little, nice little, you know, barber cape on, yeah, and somebody is just scratching your scalp. I That's feel like a, I feel Lord. like a big bad dog. Oh man, like I that I, is, I, that, I, is I, that is man. in the one moment in my life that I feel in the same vein that a dog feels when they're getting pet in that spot that they love being pet, whether it's the belly rubs, the head scratches, whatever. That is that is my reverse into canine antics
0: dude i i need to have this done then because i it's unbelievable i am you are really tickling my fancy here it's
1: so great and then you get the fresh cut going you walk out feeling brand new i did feel really nothing tops
0: it haircut's a
1: top five feeling
0: i i i think it's to me it's just more the act of making the appointment going oh, see, mine's
1: easy i go in and then i schedule another one before i leave oh that's, that's and now game changer i get the text message thanks for booking your appointment 48 hours in advance can you confirm your appointment bang bang boom oh so you're high tech i just text her. oh i great. just text her hey kim can i, I get you? an automated text message
0: bang oh, you're going like court jeez
1: send see, yes or no if you go to like still a whole like,
0: company like a hair like every oh, this is a this
1: is a one-off this ain't, this ain't no big corporate this is a one-off place
0: oh like a, okay but you should go to a place yeah yeah i have my hairdresser or whatever you want to call her she operates out of her house and, she has and a it's five minutes down the street from my house basically mine too See, dude that's okay here's the thing if you're if you have a barber you have to live within a I would say one one to five mile radius or else you're gonna dread it and you're not gonna go and you're just gonna it's gonna be like a negative thing where if it's down the road more or less, then' you're like, oh, whatever, I'll go It just I, to me it feels like that that chore of going if it's like, oh I have to drive like oh, you see have- it's,
1: I look forward.
0: To my I haircuts,
1: because when I'm going to get my haircuts and how I space them out, it's a great feeling knowing that my hair is growing and feeling great, and I see it, and I walk in, it's like, oh, it got pretty long. I'm like, hey, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that it's getting long, because that it's means good. it's still growing, it's still coming in.
0: Yeah, my mom. I saw my mom for the first time in ten days. I think it was. They got back from Cali, and uh, the first thing she said to me was, "Nice haircut. You're thinning." And it just was like, nice. It's great. We love that. Does it? Does it look at Kyle? I think
1: you got I think some volume okay. to it.
0: That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of volume there, but the, it just it is a little bit, and I'm getting nervous. I love get, it. My although, haircut. Yeah, I'm a big. It's it's. It, you Feels got nice. Thought, yeah. Plus, you get
1: good convos too. Like if that you have that old. rapport with whoever's cutting your hair gotta have a good rapport conversations are undefeated
0: great great conversations are made in the barber chair hands down
1: it's the best uh comment your top five feelings in the youtube comment section yeah haircut has to be one of them has to be might even be a road
0: trip bladder
1: full p is definitely in the top five
0: like right like rest stop or at your destination or
1: even just one of those feelings of like I have to go, and then you make it just in time.
0: Sweet release. Just it's sweet release. It's great.
1: Um, Dallas Goddard was on part of my take. Quick quote. Uh, he apparently said that NFL opponents called the Eagles pussies for running the, uh, the tush-push play. It's like, hey, don't give the Eagles a third or fourth and one. How about that? Do your
0: job. Yeah, I'm not going to comment something negatively about something I would absolutely do. 92% if... of the time, it works every time. Like, dude, that's an A-, minus. that's what we want, that's what you want to strive for. I'm alright with it, it doesn't break any rules in my eyes, it's nope. just like... It's legal, Yeah, and we're only going to get better. Um,
1: I talked about this on streamer season, did you see the uh, like reel of the IMAX uh, film for Oppenheimer? It's like eleven Notice miles me. long, Oh and it's six hundred pounds. Six hundred pounds. Yeah, I gotta I gotta find the thing here to accurately Jesus represent Christ. what I have
0: here. Dude, that is so, so good. I
1: gotta go see that. Where is this at? Uh,
0: Wait, didn't it come out already? Or no?
1: July twenty first.
0: Okay, that's
1: like, okay. That with Barbie Barbenheimer.
0: Yeah, the apparently Nolan's pissed that Barbie is coming Which out. She's is very
1: anti Christopher Nolan. So I don't believe that
0: quote. Yeah, if, if you mean saying that he's that's something he wouldn't really care about? It's, yeah. It's also he wants Barbie.
1: He wants movie success. And I mean the marketing the that both of those movies have done for each other because social media is
0: unbelievable. Dude, it's Barbie. It's not like Oppenheimer and like 1912 or whatever that war movie is. Like they're two very vastly different things. Yeah.
1: Oppenheimer IMAX. Let me see if I can find this tweet here. Yeah. So the Oppenheimer IMAX print is 11 miles long and it weighs about 600 pounds. Jalen Hurts squats the Oppenheimer IMAX print. Your quarterback could never squat the atomic bomb.
0: No, no Jalen Hurts can though. He can't. No, Mac Mac Jones cannot squat like that. But we need his arm to do more of the work than his legs, okay? Just sit sit in that pocket. Sit in that pocket, precision passing. That's what we want. Hand it off. Screen. That's just what we want. Hand it off. Screen. And then Kendrick Bourne over the middle. DeAndre Hopkins back in the end zone.
1: Jesus Christ, that's Kendrick Bourne.
0: That's what I'm going to say when he steps on the field for the first time because it felt like he has, it feels like he has not played in two seasons. By the amount of usage he had last year.
1: Um, Shall we get to our new favorite segment?
0: Yes. correct. Wrap up the show with this. It's time time for Brink
1: Bonk Bump, brought to you by Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Guys, they got the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, prescription lenses. They're a fraction of the cost of the other big eyewear companies that are just raking you over for no good reason. Tomahawk Shades is doing it better, better quality product for a fraction of the price, and we're giving you an even bigger fraction off when you go to TomahawkShades.com, use promo code USP, and you get 25% off your entire order from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order. For those of you who don't know, Brink Bonk Bump, we brought this up on the most recent episode. Before tonight, it is uh, in honor of the Flyers' amazingly named prospects. Bobby Brink, Oliver Bonk, Alex Bump. The Perfect. Brink is the person who was money this week for you. Bonk is someone who was hashtag horny. And Bump is someone who just needs to take a seat. Settle down. Simmer down. Ride the bump. Um, Pitsy, I'll let you start with your Brink of the
0: Week. God. Give it to me, dude. I placed three bets last night. Two of them hit, and I have not selfish brink. No, the champ deserves it. All right. I, it's like, come on. I just put that in. I put uh Rosa Reina for a single in his first appearance, and he does it. Are you kidding me? Come on.
1: Uh the champ my... You listen. <laughs> my brink is going to be uh the Phillies all stars. They willed the National League to victory. Nick Castellanos goes two for three. The boy representing Craig Kimbrell slams the door shut. Rob Thompson with the custom Jays.
0: The Phillies All-Stars get the brink. Uh, Your bunk. These random accounts following me. I know what you're doing. It's just, just stop, all right? These bots, that are like, hey, and they're following me, requesting me, and it's really killing my my uh ratio right now and stuff and i'm just annoyed with it because i'm not gonna like when i get a um notification through twitter and it's this person followed you i'm like awesome like someone listened to the pod or something and it's just random porn bot account i'm just like what what are we doing like no i'm putting out wrestling and sports content you do not fall into either of those two categories
1: Um, My bonk has to go to Israel uh, Adesanya, the style bender from the UFC, UFC fighter style bender. Daily Loud on Twitter posted a photo of Vanessa Hudgens in a pool in a bikini to which Style Bender quote tweeted, said Daily Loud tweet. With, we're all in this together, prayer hands emoji.
0: Yeah, Stylebender, my guy. Dude, you gotta you gotta switch the account, man.
1: Stylebender, my guy.
0: You gotta switch that account. You're
1: horny on main. You gotta get the bonk.
0: Switch it. You gotta switch that account, bro. Oh, Stylebender so gets my bonk of the week. <laughs> Dude, my bump, hands down, has to be the clouds and weather. I, it, it's the clouds and weather. Has to be. I'm just over it. I came home today from work. I want to sit in the pool, and no, it's cloudy. So I'm just like, I'm over it.
1: My bump. Who's got to sit down? um Man, this is the one I didn't like. Think about uh i was so hyped for my style (laughs) bender
0: i mean when you saw it that just i had to book i
1: bookmarked it because i was like i gotta bring this up you gotta bring it up um riding the bump train for me this week (sighs) let's see
0: Um. I don't know. Man. This is tough. You have there's a good week. Something. I got to have something here. Um uh
1: there there's a bump. There's a bump. This this person on TikTok that went viral on Twitter. Um the username is at M-A-T-A-K-A-I-A. I don't know if you saw this video. It's the the like middle-aged woman eating a salad but sniffing the chocolate bar. Did you see this video? No. I'm sending this to you right now so you can see this because yeah, I was lie, flabbergasted. Yeah. I was like, she's probably sniffing the wrong cocoa right there. Um, <laughs> because she's sniffing it's not even salad it's like broccoli she's sniffing a chocolate bar to effectively get like the aroma of the chocolate to make it seem like when she's eating the broccoli she's eating chocolate
0: absolute lunatic behavior take a seat take a fucking seat take you you gotta ride the bump no you absolutely do like what you have what I gotta say her willpower to just not eat the chocolate. She and broccoli is back.
1: inhaling that chocolate through her nose.
0: Yeah, no, this is unbelievable. But like, it feels like she's like powering through it, like really trying to will her way to eat the broccoli. It's gross. Which it's I'm sorry, gross. broccoli is not bad. It's not that bad. Grow up. It's really Take a ugly. seat. Ride the bump. You were a crazy lady.
1: So there it is, our brink bunk bump of the week. I went with the Phillies All Stars style bender and chocolate Stiffing lady Pitts, You went with yourself. You went with uh
0: these porn bots. Corn bots. porn bots,
1: and you went as with one. Just followed
0: UnGoth. Cloud. Just followed me. You, you went with the Clouds the clods man they're annoying um
1: that's all we got for you guys make sure you're following us on the socials at underground phi twitter instagram threads and tiktok at underground phi facebook.com slash underground sports phi twitch.tv slash underground sports phi get your merch phi apparel company the best in the game use code underground for 10% off any and all merch orders at phi apparel.co follow pits on twitter at pat underscore pits and at pitsy 35 on instagram and threads follow me at kbizzl 311 on twitter K-B-I-Z-Z-L-E-1-1 on Instagram and Threads and KB Underground on TikTok. Um, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We are there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long, long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps more people find the podcast. Helps more people find our podcast network. So go subscribe. We had an insane apparent spike in downloads uh, recently. I'm looking at the charts sports. right now. Okay. I like what I'm seeing here. Has that fluctuated anything numbies wise? I mean, you you want to subscribe to a top 2000 podcast in the sports chart in the U S that's us go subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, and of course, subscribe to the underground sports, Philadelphia, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. Every podcast on our network in full video form, clips, live streams, shorts, original content, interviews, all that good stuff is on our YouTube channel. We are 516 subscribers, need to get to 600 by the end of this month, need to get to 1,000 before September 4th. Otherwise, DJ has to move to Alaska, and we don't want that to happen, so go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, go watch Pitts' brother's movie this weekend on Shudder and AMC+. Not an ad, but a a support the boys ad. Support the boy. Go watch Quicksand this weekend. Um, Shutter AMC Plus. Shout out to to your brother who
0: we're working on getting him on the pod. That would be nice. He's group. We just send it up. Let's go. Uh,
1: And of course, this podcast presented by the City of Vineland. Whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's Economic Development Department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100 finally new jersey where it's always growing season and big thank you to security 21 security systems and paul j gillespie incorporated for their continued support of this podcast we will be back going into the next going into next week and on wednesday night matt will be back from italy so we'll have italy stories uh but Pitsy and i will be back this weekend talking all things phillies talking all things hopefully me meeting dan orlovsky again this weekend and uh, anything else that pops up in the Philly sports stratosphere. But until then, this has been episode number 550 of Underground Sports Philadelphia presented by the City of Vineland. For Pitsy, I'm KB. Until next time, we're getting the egg up out of here. We are signing off. Peace. Peace.